0: Good evening, everybody. Whatever I both say. Be'ezer Hashem. Be'ezer Hashem, this Mitzvah Shabbos, we will start saying Slichus. The Svardim, to the minute. Already was saying from Rishchaydish, and the meaning of Ashkenazim is to stop this Mitzvah Shabbos. Lameisa, I think we all know that it's that this whole this whole tumult is a serious business. The world is full of tragedy, and we are in a position now to do something about it. In in English they say, a stitch in time saves nine. I think so, that's that's what mommy taught me. (laughs) I don't know if I'm the one to really express the Nakuda where we should be working. But one thing is for sure: that this is not a kindish bill. This whole business is not a kindish bill. It's serious business. Am Yisrael is a serious people, and Am Yisrael makes a big chef out of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and it's a, it's a, it's a it's an earnest sheft. It's a it's a sheft of life and death. Now, <clears throat> I would like to this evening, as I was invited to speak in this gathering of Shalhevis, I would like to this evening try to touch in a kudah which I think is very essential in the, these holy days. But I would like to say an agdoma. My introduction will be as follows. Maybe what I'm going to say will be just a, just the idea that I'm going to introduce will be a, a little revolutionary. will be a pecha. Maybe for those who are who heard my my themes in the past, I spoke about this in you very many times. But one thing is for sure that Rosh Hashanah is a time for mapechah. Because the Rambam, in the midst of T'Kiyosh Hafer, and this is famous in Chazal, and the Rambam brings it down in the Halokha, that the theme of T- T'Kiyosh is Uru Yishenim Mishnaschem. Wake up you slumbers from your, from your dreams, from your sleeping. Now the difference between someone who is sleeping or someone who is awake for sure is a revolution. In other words, the halacha of the Shaifer and the whole theme of Rosh Hashanah is to come to a situation that after Rosh Hashanah, you are in a situation of awake in comparison to before Rosh Hashanah in a situation of asleep. So for sure, there has to be some kind of a turnover. Because if we go through our yom neroyim, and everyone here, heard as going to hear, in school, and in gatherings as these, many drushes and many the Torah, and many suggestions, and we all have our sperm that we read. Now, if we take this whole business, like a feather that tickles our nose, excuse for the expression. It's just, you know, a little more lashon hara, less lush and hara. Then this is, this is baloney. We're not doing anything. The Torah is telling us to wake up. Now, the difference between sleeping and waking up is a revolution. Now, it's supposed to be a revolution everyone in his personal life and a revolution in the Geh Ta'am Yisrael. Now, we don't have a way to, to speak to Am Yisrael. But we know, as Jewish people know, that everything starts within. But this is first introduction. Because, because, I mean, Kosovo, I was invited to speak tonight, and I probably prepared something, I have some kind of a theme, I imagine so. It's supposed to be. And I might, you know, I might use some kind of expressions that, that, that some of you think, will think, well, is he crazy? What does he want? He, what does he want? What does he want from us? So it could be I'm crazy, that's not the point. That's not the point. But for sure there has to be a turnover. There has to be ma'ekin. Now if I'm the person to decide and to point out in which point should be the ma'pechr, it could be I don't know exactly what. But for sure there has to be a ma'pechr. Every person in his life has to make him a pechum. So if I say something which is revolutionary, so I'm using this introduction to say, well, that's the atmosphere of these days. These days are days to make a revolution. The shoifer is not a feather. The shoifer is a bomb. The shoifer moves the kisei ha Now, I don't know physics, but what... I know... I mean, how, what kind of a bomb do you need to move the, the, the earth? can to, to move the Kisih covered. I will show you if it moves the Kisih covered. So obviously, we need big guns over here. So I'm using this as an introduction. And if I... Whatever I'll say in the, in the continuation, maybe the introduction is worth more than the continuation. In other words, everyone in their life has to try to make a mapeche. Because that's what Rosh Hashanah is all about. Now, that's introduction number one. Now I want to come to Mayin. Mayin is as follows. The minag of Ashkenazim, to start from sliches, is as follows. We start from Mitzray Shabbos. You want to start with Shabbos. And our slicha says, we start from Mitzray Shabbos. But we want always there should be at least four days of Slichus. Why four days of slichas? So if Rosh Hashanah comes out, if we could say Matzah Shabbos, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. So if Rosh Hashanah comes out on Thursday, so we start Matzah Shabbos. This year Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos, so we start Matzah Shabbos. If Rosh Hashanah comes out on a Monday, or on a Tuesday, so then we start a week earlier, as everyone knows. But our theme is, to say slich is not less than four days. Why do we want to say slich is four days? Because it says in the Torah, when the Torah describes the Mus'af of Rosh Hashanah, and all Mo'adim, in all Chagim and Mo'adim it says, the tem and you shall sacrifice on oila and Rosh Hashanah says, Vaasisem so we say, Vaasisem. Asisem, I'm quoting the Shulchan Aruch. Make yourself and sacri- sacrifice your own self as a korban o伊拉 before Hashem. Now we know that since Rosh Hashanah is a halacha, the person should bring himself up as a korban, and we know that a korban cannot be a Balmum, and since it cannot be a Balmum, there is a halacha of bikur, and bikur means to check. And to inspect every carbon four days earlier before you sacrifice it to Hashem, that it doesn't have a moon. So, therefore, just like in the Bayt Samigdosh, when you made a carbon, so you would check it four days earlier, the same is by us, when each and every Jew brings himself as an oil to Hashem, brings himself as a carbon to Hashem, and sacrifices himself the carbon to Hashem. He doesn't want to bring himself as a carbon to Balmum with all his flaws and blemishes and all his avarice. So he checks up in himself three, four days earlier, at least four days earlier and he, we say slichis to make sure that we should be a pure and complete carbon. That is the halach of sliches as it brought down in shulchan Arach. And I'm sure that all this is no, nothing new to anybody sitting here for sure. Now, again, this is very serious business. I think you all have to realize that there is a big difference on which is which reached the Shulchan which Mamish reached the Shulchan and becomes an essence in Am Yisrael. in other words there is Mamish Halacha and there is a theme and on this is based on our whole meaning of sliches that Rosh Hashanah we have to sacrifice ourselves a Korban to Hashem now this we will rephrase. And this we call in our modern language, "mesirus Nefesh. I think it's about time that they put the word "mesirus Nefesh into the Webster's Dictionary. It's so famous in Baruch Park and in Williamsburg and in Mansi and all over the United States. It's a very famous word today, Baruch Hashem, mesirus Nefesh. Now here we have a halochit that Rosh Hashanah, every, every person is supposed to sacrifice himself to Hashem. And again, realize that this is very, very serious. Because on this is built our whole meaning of selichas. And here I pose a question to the audience. And I ask, what does that mean in practical language, Mesiris Nefesh? What does that mean? That Rosh Hashanah, we have to make ourselves, sacrifice ourselves according to Hashem. And we know a sacrifice starts off with a shechite. In English it has a very very funny tasty word, to slaughter. Every person has to shech themselves and has to sacrifice to Hashem. And this is the aruch. This is aruch, my dear people, this is aruch. this is not drushes. Now, impractically speaking, what does this mean? And how can we translate it in our life? And here I'd like to discuss, what does it mean, Mesiris Nefesh? What does Mesiris Nefesh mean, B'chlau? Now, today, when we talk about mysterious nefesh, it's very hard for us to define mysterious nefesh. Let me explain to you what I mean. When we talk about mysterious nefesh, we talk about examples of mysterious nefesh. For instance, a young lady that leaves her house at 9 o'clock and works hard until 2 o'clock in the morning, till 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so her husband should sit and learn Torah. Now, this we call mysterious nefesh. If you ask me, I would say, in 60-70% of the young ladies who do such things, it's for sure Masiris Nefesh. But it's only an example of Masiris Nefesh because it's not, it's not a definition of Masiris Nefesh. For some people, it's Chayin Nefesh to get out of the house and those squibbing little ones and to give them over to the babysitter and to go out for two hours in the morning, three hours in the morning, it's Chayin Nefesh. For some of us, it's high Nefesh. Probably for most of us, it's serious Nefesh. And I'm for sure, I'm not belittling everything that that our generation does serious Nefesh for Torah. But again, it's not, it's not a definition of serious Nefesh, it's just an example of serious Nefesh. And many times, we do a lot of things, we find people who say, Abit Masiris Nefesh, Ziyabit Masiris Nefesh, she works till late at night, and, and, she, and she'll say, what kind of serious Nefesh, this is my timing, this is my beauty, this is, I love this, etc, etc. So we say, yes, yeah, she doesn't realize because she's such a sign of Mesiris Nefesh. This all, everything we say is true, and for sure it's Mesiris Nefesh. And I'm not going to the subject now, the examples of Mesiris Nefesh. But what is Mesiris Nefesh? Let us try to put some kind of a clout about Mesiris Nefesh, so that we can apply the whole concept of Mesiris Nefesh to ourselves. And as I was introducing, because that is Mamish the sugi of Rosh Hashanah. It's mamish the sugi of Rosh Hashanah. For sure it's the sugi of sliches because the whole halacha of sliches is to prepare ourselves for that shchita. And it's not a joke. So let us try to define, practically speaking, what does it mean that we are Rosh Hashanah, should take upon ourselves the whole concept of mysterious nefesh, and bring ourselves according to Hashem. What does it mean, practically speaking? And obviously it's not it's 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 not easy because as we look back we see in past years I don't know I, I can't talk to anybody else but look at everyone looks at himself. We're Monsieur Nevesh just Mysterious <laughs> Navish Madavin Good, you know, said David Basel Besser this target. So I would like to discuss try to analyze, practically speaking, what is an mysterious Nefesh And how we can practice this piece of Korban on Rosh Hashanah, so that we should try to get into the atmosphere of Rosh Hashanah. Now, what I would like to explain is as follows. I think we all realize that Hashem is Baruch, is Makhlif HaSazmanim, Mishani Ito Makhlif HaSazmanim. Generations change. What was simple once, isn't simple today. And maybe some things that are simple today wasn't simple once. Probably. Now, really, I don't want to use numbers, but 90 or maybe 95, maybe 99, maybe 99.99, maybe. But big percentage of our Avedis Hashem and our pattern of life really is depending on the atmosphere that we live in. On the atmosphere we live in, in the fever that we live in, the generation we live in. Let me bring you a marshal. You have today in the yeshiva. So I think you all know that there's a concept in the yeshiva called a masmit, and there's a concept in the yeshiva called a batlin. A bachor is a masmit. A bachor is a batlin. Now, how do you describe a masmit? How do you describe a batlin? So we all have some kind of a concept. What makes the masmid for a masmid? What makes the battle for a battle? The Misra'al was a masmid. I always say over the story the two great brothers, the, the Rebbe, the Shmelke, and the Hafloya. they will to in B'chavrusa. Today, our our minig is that we have Zdarb. Yeshivas have Zdarb. Everyone has a Seder. And even, even someone so doesn't learn in Yeshiva. He goes to shul at night. He learns his daf. He learns his seder. He, he learns till 11 o'clock when he goes home. If you learn in the morning, you learn till 1 o'clock, etc. Generations back, there were a lot of people that didn't have seder. They, they learned, they learned, they learned, they learned, they learned, they learned, until you had to daf and you daf and you had to eat, you eat, but you learned, you learned, you learned. I always say with a story that I heard from someone, the Rebbe of Shmelke and the, and the brother of Pinchastafloyah, would learn and learn and learn and learn, until they just fall on their faces. So one time, the Afloyye, the Pinchas, went to, to get a safer, He didn't come back. So the Bishmelke goes and sees where he is, and he sees it, he fell on the floor, he was on his face, sleeping. So he takes a look. He says like this, If he fell flat on his face, well, a person has to sleep, obviously. But if he had the time and the strength, to pick up his arm and put it under his forehead. Which means he didn't have to sleep that second. Because Vaharayi had the time and the strength to pick up your hand. So while you sleeping, didn't have to sleep. And lo and behold, he saw him falling, not on his face, his hand under his forehead. And he gives him a kick. And he says, My dear brother, if you sleep here, what do you do in the grave? was Adavuzdashlaf, on the cave Now, the Bishmalka was telling the Hafloya, You're not a Masmit. Am I right? He said, you give him a kick. He says, what are you sleeping? Vashlovste. Now I, as as in my profession, I tell Bokhrim, who get up 9 o'clock or 10.30, I say, So, So where's the comparison to why you're sleeping and why you're sleeping? The comparison is, in what generation you live, what situation you live, what atmosphere you live. Today, a that gets up, a quarter to seven, or six thirty, if he learns it, now before davening, two hours before davening, he's a masmid. And at the time of the Bishmalka, of course there weren't many masmiten, like these two brothers, like we just say, but in those days, the whole concept of basmata was different. So if I will ask a barca yeshiva today, and I will tell him this story, and I'll say, why don't you learn like that? Why don't you learn until you fall on your face? So you know what he'll say? He'll say, because that's the situation of our generation. In Hebrew, I don't know how to say it in English, but in Hebrew there's such a beautiful expression, they say, kacha, kacha. Lama kacha. So if you have the chutzpah to say, lama kacha, so he answers the junior answers. he says, kacha kacha. That's the way it goes in Hebrew. In English... I don't know; they're not intelligent enough to even to even invent such, such such genius. But that's famous, Kaha. That's the way it is. So why do you why do you do like that? Because that's the mitzvah. And really, really, that's the truth of, of the whole of the whole story. That's the truth of the whole story. What does it mean, b'chesed? There are people in this audience, and many people in this audience that are analyzed as bali chesed. bali chesed. In comparison to the stories that we hear of, of those bali the mamish went from house to house, they're not bali chesed. They do nothing. In comparison to our generation, they're real bali chesed, and they are bali chesed, because we live in our generation. In other words, 90%, maybe even more, of our avoider, really is based on the Avira, the atmosphere we live in. When we have a situation that they are big masmidim, so I could be a double masmid. When the situation there are all lot of atlonim, so I learn. next our I want to tell you a little story to analyze exactly this point. I once was sitting by my Rosh Hashiva Rabbi Yosef who was the, the son of the Briskirov My Briskerov the son of the Briskirov and he told me such a story. He said once an American fellow came into him. He was a Rosh Hashivah, He had a lot of bochir. An American man came to him and he wanted a shidduch for his daughter. Say this part about this bochir, about this bochir. This book is about And then he was the saying, he says, you know, he says, we, in, in our family, we don't want moeshris. Does everyone here know what moeshris means? And he was say motorod extra. We don't want any lavish, we're not lavish people. We, everything is just the beer necessities. We don't want mistress. That's what he said. He was hinting that he doesn't want to give any he doesn't want to support, doesn't want to give money. That's what he said hinting. <laughs> but whatever the case is, we he says, we in our and our family, we're against mistress. Only the, ba- the, the, the 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 beer basics. So Bashibet tells him he said he told me this, I told I'll tell you a story. There was once in in in, in, the, in, the, in Russia, they used to have these farm set, settlements, in the in the kfarim. So they were far away from town, and he'd live there. Come out all by himself because he had a minion on Rosh Hashanah keeper. Used to go to travel to the big city of Rosh Hashanah keeper, and he had children. He didn't want the children to, to grow up who, like 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 who knows what like Poirim. So he would bring. They had a lot. Of, they had money. Those you know these people had money. They had farm settlements. They would bring a Lamed, and he would teach the children to. Tari- one time they made a party. And, and those people, in those settlements, they know how to eat. They made a party and a party that was a party. And at the end of the party, I'm describing it the way he described it to me. It's not my, not my description. And at the end of the party, they brought a compote. Oh compote, it was a delicious compote. So the Rebbe goes over to the little boy and he says, Yankala, you remember that we once spoke about breaking your tithu, about breaking your ratsiness, your tiva, now is the time. Now is the time. She says, yeah, Rabbi, by the second portion. On the second portion I'll break my tithu. So Bishop said, I told that fellow, he says, listen. He says, for sure I told him like this. For sure the first portion is echrehis. It's necessary. And the second portion is moistrius. It's extra. The whole question is, where does the first portion start? Stop, and wait does the second portion stop. That's the whole nasa. And really, that's the whole Melchom That's the whole Melchom For sure, the first portion, like I told you, everything I described before, in other words, today in our generation, sit and learn 18 hours of less, or 22 hours and less. Like like we heard, great peoples, this is the this is the first portion. This is the situation. This is necessity. The second portion, monsieur I'm not a batlin, The question is where is the kaha? Where, where is the necessity? Where is the situation that's the fact of life? And where is the kuddah which you could which you could maneuver the facts of life? Now, Murabar Abbai say, I would like to explain to you this is Messiras Nefesh. This is the definition of a serious nefesh and the practical way of talking. Let me explain to you what I mean. When we ha- are in a situation, we're in a situation that we are not the biggest tzaddikim, but not because we do our various. But there's no melchoma b'chlam. There's no talk about it. That's the fact of life. The fact of life is, that's how we live. And you move up you move, like I want to use Rebbe Shebe's words, from the first portion, and you make part of the first portion to the second portion. You move up the life pattern. This is Messirious Nefesh. Because you're taking a piece out of life. This is mysterious Nefesh. And obviously, it differs every person in his own life. But this is mysterious Nefesh in the concept of the generation, and this is mysterious Nefesh in every person. And again, I will have today this evening, Bezi Hashem, describe this point, which I think we should give a move, And it's mysterious Nefesh. But I suggest that the audience sitting here use my analyzation, even not Dafka the way I am going to use it. But in all aspects of life. Now let me tell you something. For some people in our generation, to keep Shabbos, to keep Shabbos is real mysterious nafish. Imagine a person we call today Baal Tshuva. Now a month ago, he's not religious. And he's 30 years old or 40 years old. By him, Shabbos was the day of a Tiyul. That was the day that he rested. He went into the car he went out with a family, that was the day that he lived. That was his lifestyle. That was the day he lived. Now, to live, would you imagine, for instance, let me bring a Marshall. If I would tell any the lady sitting here, if I would tell one lady sitting here, take your refrigerator and get rid of it, to live without, without a refrigerator. That's mysterious nefesh and I'm not joking. Everyone here is smiling. That's Mesiris Nefesh. It means to change your life pattern. Of course, after a month, it won't be Mesiris Nefesh anymore. For some people sitting here, to get rid of the microwave is mysterious Nefesh. It's part of life. Imagine I have to start, reviewing my whole life, I have to come home and start cooking suppers and constant lunch. It's, it's, a, whole, it's a change of life. It, it's, 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 it's like a mountain. Try to imagine taking out the microwave for certain people. I don't happen to have a microwave in my house. For me it's not mysterious nefesh. For some people here take it to take out the air conditioner is mysterious nefesh. It's mysterious nefesh. That's real mysterious nefesh according to everybody. In other words, what I'm trying to say is there are certain situations that become a pattern of life. And when these situations become pattern of life, they become part of life. They become part of life. And when they become part of life, to change these, this is mysterious nefesh. And there are many, many, and here I'm telling you, we have to know this, and be aware of this. There are many, many situations, which we in modern generation, or mamish, excuse me for the expression, a mamish, I, I don't want to use any expression, mamish, let's use Hebrew word, lobeseder How do you say it in English? I don't know. Mamash lobeseder really lobaseder. And no one could do anything about it. You know why? Because that's it. I'll bring you, I'll bring you an example. I my at been please. I hope I don't know the people here. I'm speaking to an intelligent audience. That's what I was told. <laughs> I'm bringing a marshal, but this is not my issue, and I don't want to say 20 issues. I'll bring you a marshal. I live in Eretz Israel. I'm an American. I was born in, in, in Williamsburg. I went there when I was 20 years old, and I'm in Israel over 30 years. I live in Eretz Israel. I visit America pretty often. Mrs. Gottlieb is shall have us its, fault. it's not my fault. <laughs> but I live in Eretz Israel and I visit America. I, I know I never stood in America because I live in America. But I live in, I, I visited America but I live in Eretz Israel 30 years. My wife's wife is Israeli. All my children are Israelis. You know, the real stuff. <laughs> and my in-laws are Israelis. And, and uh, the kids are... So... You know, things, you know, your mind change. I want to tell you just, just a little episode, a little episode. And try to appreciate what I'm saying. I'm not trying to sting anybody. I'm not trying to give a stock over here. I'm trying to just show you a situation. Learn a Pasuggy. I happen to be, I'm just telling it doesn't have to, it's not part of part of the issue. I happen to be one Tish above here in New York. I happen to be one Tish above here in New York. And I davened in a, in, a, in a in a shul, in a yeshiva. And I'm not going to even to to mention what yeshiva it is, even though it's what surely it is, even though it's not Russian horror, because it's I think it's a situation that goes on in this country. But I'm just telling you a fact, a story. I davened, and I tell you the truth, it was a keshermaker davening. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I don't know it's just, I don't find such davening. And after myrif, after kindness and everything, I don't know why I never noticed it. But this, I just I'm just telling you a story, something my own my own impression. Again, you people could think I'm crazy. I'm just telling you a story. I walked out. Out of the out of the shul, and on the side, what was lined up? Twenty thirty young ladies waiting for their husbands. Just just you know, just in front of me. And as a I never saw that. Never saw that. Where I live, I would to that young lady that would stand in front when the people are going out, with a rabbi like myself. But that's not the point. If I would go over to one of these young ladies, the why are you standing, just with all the people going out, I mean <laughs> where's that but sneers? She would say, What's wrong? What's wrong? I mean uh, Is there anything wrong? I don't know if there's anything wrong. It's just a situation. It's just it's just it, that that's the way that's the way things are done in this country. I want to tell you another little story. I was once I once went, I was sitting in the car in the front and in the back now I want to explain, to, to, to tell this. To say, please realize what I'm saying. I'm telling you a story of a young girl that I happen to know who she is. And I don't curse myself. I, 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 bre- I bless myself that my children, my daughter should be tzaddikis and sneers like this girl. So I really mean it. So you know I really mean it. And she was sitting in the back with a friend. She must have been around 16. I was sitting in the front. Had, we had to go someplace. Not my family. And, her, and they had to pick up her brother. Her brother was a little boy with Langer Payalach. Learns here in America. A nice little boy of, of 11 years old. He goes into the car and she says, Say hello to my friend. He says, hello. Anything wrong? I don't know. I, I can tell you one thing. In Israel, I never spent my life. Because in an 11-year-old little boy wouldn't go in such a car. And I'm not saying that Eretz Yisrael has better chinuch than America. Because you ladies over here in America, ye can be Israel, bar Hashem, and davening, and and everything. And you don't fall back. It's just, you know, over here, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. It's just kachazim. It's just kachazim. I want to tell you, my business, my profession, is to go to seminars. I speak in seminars. You see, I have a big mouth and I speak in seminars. I I cannot describe to you I speak in seminars in Israel and I speak in seminars in America. I can't, and for free people, not for Friday, for free people, I can't describe to you the difference in just the pattern of life. The way men and women sit around and socialize. Over here, not in America. Not because it's is there anything wrong? I don't know if there's anything wrong. That's the fact. I'm not going to talk about the country now. There's plenty to talk about. The country is a chillah That's true. That's right. The way, the, way, the way it's done in the country. But why are we in such a true situation? Because that's the atmosphere we live in. What is masiris nefesh? That means masiris nefesh. Masiris nefesh means situations that become part of, part of everyday life to change. To change. That's masiris nefesh. What I said now about sneers is not my subject. I just brought out a marshal of masiris nefesh. My, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm in the impression that I'm saying a she'er here. I'm talking Tamina Chacham I want to say something. Just think, just analyze it pure intellectually. I'm not talking the myself. The whole situation in modern world, in Israel and America, the whole situation that you have today thousands and thousands of real Erlicha Yiddish businessmen that sit with a young secretary... Every day. And a mass of, of of eight hours a day. Young girls, was there ever such a thing by Amasra? Could you do anything about it? Try to do something about it. <laughs> Close shop. No banks, no offices, no, 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 no. Everything will stop. But isn't that... Here you have a nakuda, you have, you have an example. No one talks about it. No one thinks about it. No one talks about it. No one thinks about it. You have, a, you have a, a, a person that has a Shaykhis. He has Baruch Hashem, his wonderful wife, and his wonderful children. And here's a strange girl that he knows for eight years. And every day, you know, she brings him a glass of coffee and, and tells him all this phone call. It's not Stalinist thing. You walk into the bank and, you know, you keep a distance. And I tell you. I don't know who's going to who, listen to this tape. The day will come when we'll make that revolution. And there won't be such a situation. It's a disgrace to Am Yisrael. Who could even think about such a thing today? That's the way it is. Today in yeshivas they have that situation. In yeshivas, Rosh Hashivas have that situation. That's the way it is. And that's why we look what we look like. So you people think that I'm crazy. What's he trying to do? He's trying to, trying to change the world. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm trying to explain to you what mysterious Nefesh means. Messirah's Nefesh means that there are situations that we live in. That is, that, 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 that's life. That is life. And to change what, 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 what is analyzed as Surah HaKhaim, as life, that's mysterious Nefesh. Now I'm not able to change the world. I don't know if you're able to change the world. But let us at least have the concept of what serious Nefesh means. And this is negative to each and every one of us in our life, and that's what Rosh Hashanah is for. Rosh Hashanah is, Rosh Hashanah is not enough to, to talk a word less, less than her, a word more less her, we, which, is, which is wonderful. And I'm not trying to belittle our concepts in Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is to find a way that, that a situation which, became, which is part of my life and to move it up to change life pattern that's what Rosh Hashanah is for now I'm coming to my suggestion this was all introduction and to analyze what does it mean Mysterious Nefesh that's what mysterious Nefesh means and I feel that the examples of mysterious Nefesh aren't really mysterious Nefesh. And the people tell us that mysterious Nefesh is to close your mouth in a hard time. In a hard time to close your mouth. Should I, let me tell you. When I'm out in the street, when I'm out in the street, if I walk into a store, and there's a nasty, a nasty storekeeper... Or an SD ball of some, some somebody and he opens his mouth and I wanna and I and I know how to answer and I keep quiet. That's not real mysterious nefesh. You know what real mysterious nefesh is? Real mysterious nefesh is a daughter with her parents, a wife with her husband, a husband with his wife. You know why? Because when you talk about family, the concept of 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 of, of Whatever the guy calls it, is a change of life pattern. I have no problem keeping quiet, but keeping quiet in family means that I'm a shmater. Because it's day in, day out. It's more. It's it's the edit. That's a serious nefesh to change my status. That instead of being a big shot, I'm 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 I'm. I'm uh, let's not uh, use adjectives. That's Monsieur Nefesh. That's real Monsieur Nefesh. The, the mice is not mysterious Nefesh. I could close my mouth. I have no problem. But if he thinks that I'm a dope, so it depends who he is. If he's close family, that's mysterious Nefesh. That's mysterious Nefesh. That's Messiris Nefesh because, because my whole look in life changes. That's mysterious nefesh. I didn't come to my point. I'm just bringing examples. And now I'm coming to my point. And my point is very simple. I, I want to tell you people, and I spoke about it elsewhere, and I think that there's something which, 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 which if the time has come that we talk about it very earnestly. We, when I went to school, It was over 40 years ago. And over 40 years ago, the world was new. The world was new. Because Hashem Isbaruch saved the Jewish people by the Holocaust. And, and, and the Jewish people were, 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 were becoming destroyed. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu cleaned the shetach and made the 6 million for Kedoshim, which is not our issue at this moment. And there was a new world being built. And there was a new world being built in America. In America. So when I went to elementary school, so I was taught in school, and I didn't go to a, i went to Yeshiva Vidas, I went to I went to a Cheder, Baruch Hashem. My father wrapped me in talents when I was five years old. I remember like today, I was wrapped in a talent, I was taken to Cheder, and I was given uh, 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 candies, by the way. You know who my Aleph Israel was? Very interesting. It's for the table called Rav Wilson, the Moshe Wilson was my Aleph Israel. That's why I'm worth something. So, But I was taught in school that you have to be a good American and a good Jew. That's what I was taught in school. Now this is the atmosphere we live in. We live in an atmosphere, we live in a country, and it's not only a country. Today the whole world is the palm of your hand. It's a situation that we live in. The whole world, whether it's in business or it's in style, or just plain intelligence. Every person today, if you if you think about it, what would take, what would take, to, to you, you have to gather a hundred years ago. You know, Jan always says this story: the first, when, when the newspaper first arrived in the shtetl, a newspaper arrived in the shtetl. That was, a newspaper? Could you imagine a newspaper? So your lady comes out. And in the morning she finds the paper and she says to her neighbor, Malka, you hear see what happened? A ship turned over. A ship was drowned turned over. What happened was that she didn't know how to read so she kept holding the newspaper upside down. <laughs> so she, heard, she saw the newspaper and she, the ship turned over. You understand? So this intelligentsia of that lady, so what, if she, what does she know in her life? Today we live, in a, we live in a life that our the situation of our life is that we know all of the world, and we are good American Jews now i don 't want to be personal. there are a lot of different people here, but I could tell you sixty, 70 percent or 80%. now we, we should know how and I want to tell you this morning about Bas, and for many of you, this will be a revolution. HaKadosh Baruch is called Yoshev Vashamayim. HaKadosh Baruch is called Yoshev Vashamayim. It's a posseh, Yoshev Vashamayim And the Gemara says a story, that Rabbah was sitting, and there were two little boys, two little two little, tamidim, little Tinoikim. One was Rabba, one was Abayah, who later became the greatest, greatest Amarayim. And Rabbah asked these babies, he said, who created the world? Who created the world? And they said, Rahman, where is Hashem? And there was a Gavolda which I'm not going to explain at this moment. One of the little boys went outside and pointed to the sky. And the other one pointed up to the ceiling, also to the sky. And Rabbi was very excited and said, You both will be Murrah Haroya. You both be you're both you both geniuses. What is he pointing to the sky? Malaykalar's Kavida. For sure there's a concept of Melechah, it's kvayder. But there is such a thing as Yeshif b'shemayim yishok. Hakonish Baruch Hu we say, V'kisei Kavayda b'shemayim ma'al. You know what that means in simplest language? In simplest language means that when there was a Beis Ham then Hashem Yisbarach Shekhinah was in the Beis Ham And today, today, listen to what I'm saying. Today you have a Mikdosh Ma'at. You can find a Kaddish Baruch in the base, Medrash. Or in a Bais Classroom when they're learning Torah, which is also a base Medrash. I'm not talking about mitzvahs, not talking about Averis. But in the Oretz, in the world, in the mundane world, the simple world, just, I'm, I'm talking about the American bombing in Iraq. Nothing wrong with it. But that's not Hashem Baruch when you read the New York Times, you're not with Hashem Barak. So what? So what? So what? So nothing. So baloney, that's all. So nothing. You're not with Hashem Yisbarach. That's all. That's all. So what? I have to be 24 hours with Hashem Barak. So that's what. What should I tell you? That's why we have Rosh Hashanah. That's why we have Rosh Hashanah. To change our life pattern, and, to get, and, 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 and our friendship and our divakus of hours and hours and hours and hours and days and nights and thought and understanding and intelligence with a guy. And, I, and I'm not talking about any of areas I'm just talking about simple socializing. And to start having a shaykhis of spending time with our Kodesh bar. And that is mysterious Nefesh. That is mysterious Nefesh, because it's a change in life pattern. It's a change in life pattern. That is mysterious Nefesh. Am Yisrael as a whole, the Tzura of Am Yisrael, the picture of a Jew, when we were in Har Sinai, when we were in Harsinai, and it's good to remember, when we were in Harsinai, Harsinai and Matan Torah is described in the Torah endless times. Many, many times as a wedding. As a wedding. Why as a wedding? Yorim chasr no soy Torah. Yahim simchas liboy zu hakomas Samishko. The wedding was matan tere. The wedding was matan ter. Why is mat- and ter a wedding? Why is it described as a wedding? Because there's a difference between a wedding contract and other other contract. Because if I make a partnership with my, with, with my partner and we make money together, we don't share life together. And Matan Torah was a promise to Hashem that we're going to share life. And let me finish. Let me finish. Yom Chasunosoy, our wedding day was Matan Torah, but there was no Simcha. Do you know where there was Simcha? You know when Hashem was happy? Because if you have a man and wife that get married, and together they go out to the park, there's a wedding, there's no simcha, because there's no privacy, there's no bias. When Hashem built a base, that was Simcha Sliba. Then He said, well, if we can live together, that's a simcha. And today, the chasana, and I'm saying something very revolutionary, and I invite the audience to raise their hand and to argue with me. Our chasene is chai v'kayom. But the simchas liboy, the house, the yichud, the privacy, to live with Hashem, to spend the days with Hashem, this was destroyed. In our, in our latest golos, everyone sitting here, and listen to the genius of the Itzahar. everyone sitting here, is a tzaddikis and a tznur, and doesn't walk out of the house. Doesn't walk out of the house. And the Yitzhar will have to make habesh minayot, will have to make a lot of figure eights to get you Yitzhaddikis out of the house. And to put you into the street, you should be in the, a gas mensch. There's no gas mensch in Besyankiv. And everything parallel to Besyankiv. So what does the eight Sahara do? If you can't take the mensh into the gas, you take the gas into the mensh. The gas is in our house. The books and the magazines and the newspapers and the radios. And we're talking about the because no trafe in a book will be in our house. And the time has come that we have to try to live a life of Hashem Isbarach. And a life of Hashem is baruch means, I will bring you an example what means a life of Hashem is baruch? A life of Hashem is baruch means Shabbos Kurdish. What is Shabbos? Now I think you know that it says in Shulchan Aruch, it says in Shulchan Aruch that there's an averity to, to read Shtore And the example it brings down in Shulchan Aruch and Shabbos is that if there's a picture on the wall and the bottom, it says the name of the picture, you're not allowed to read that bottom. And i to read any word which is not Torah and Shabbos. And there's a halacha in the Torah, ke Shabbos ke That Shabbos, you don't talk Varmateleim. I don't know how much we keep Shabbos. But let's talk about the halacha of Shabbos. Shabbos is the description of the life that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to lead. And I'm sure that for many people sitting here, what I describe now, Shabbos Kodesh Shabbos you don't, you don't read other books you don't read magazines Shabbos we, we learn Torah and the Zara Kodesh says Talmud Chochim and by the way we all know Eishas Chavakul Chover is Bechina Shabbos that's where Talmud Chochim is to make a whole week Shabbos now if any many of you people sitting here says "Poshit, why not and that's, that's what I do anyways but those who don't do like that and I listen to my drasha. And think for a moment, maybe he's right, and maybe we should do like that. Tell me, my, my dear audience, am I right? It was a sting in the heart. <coughs> <laughs> that's what I need now. To live pure, just tear it, tear it, tear How could you live like that? That's Messiris Nefesh. That is Messiris Nefesh. To live Hashem, that's Messiris Nefesh. And I want to tell you what this is called in better, in, in better language. This is called in better language Misas nashika. Do you know who is a Misas Nashike? Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Moshe and Aaron and Miriam, and probably the Emoyas. Probably. Someone said tell me he saw it someplace. Whatever it is. Probably served Geroch I don't know. Avram Yitzhak Yaakov I want to ask you a kasha, which bothered me for years. What does the words misas nashika mean? You die from a kiss. If it's a death, it's not a kiss. If it's a kiss, it's not a death. If it's a kiss, how could it be a death? And if it's a death, it's not a kiss. This is a gewalti kasha. And the Ramar Nebuchim answers this kasha. And he describes Mises Nashika, And he says these words. He says, This is death. Which is really, the re- in truth, this is the really death which is not called dying. Alright? But still, we call it Mises. And I'll tell you the answer. <clears throat> the answer is as follows, in my opinion. And the answer I realized from a medrash, I want to tell you this medrash. The medrash says, that when Aaron HaKoyim died, Meshire brought him to Harahar, like it says in Pasuk, and the medrash describes the Misa of Aaron coin. They came into the Ma'orah, and there was a bed there, meet the Mitzas, and Meshire told Aaron, lay on the bed, and he laid down. Peshoit yodcha, stretch out your hands, upashat. peshoit raglacha, upashat. atsoi meynecha, close your eyes, and he closed his eyes. And then he was engroped, it says in the medrash in, in, in onum in a cloud. And then it says in Malesh like this, Melech said to Aaron, Aaron, what do you see? And he said, I don't see anything. And a minute later he said, Aaron, what do you see? I don't see anything. The third time he says, what do you see? And Aaron said these words, I'll say it in Hebrew, then I'll, I'll translate it. He says, I'm not worthy of telling you what I see. But all I can tell you, I wish I was here previously. That's Mrs. Nishik. Mrs. Nashika means like this. You go to die. I went up to her to die. He thought he's dying. And he didn't like the idea. And Moshe says, What do you see? I said, See nothing? I'm going to die. At the moment of the Nishika, he, 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 all of a sudden, he said, he said, I can't tell you what I see. I can't tell you how delicious it is. I can tell you, I wish I was here yesterday. That's Mrs. Nashik. Rosh Hashanah, you start off with a shoifer, and the shofar is a Zetsun cup. The shoifer is a knock on the head that's supposed to break us to pieces. And a Rosh Hashanah was supposed to break ourselves, to make ourselves a korban to Hashem. But then Rosh Hashanah all of a sudden turns into a situation of a young keeper and it becomes a sukkah, it becomes a Simchas Torah. And it's a promise that this Corbid will bring you such enjoyment, such beauty in life, that you'll say, "Oi, where was I until now? And if you want an example, I'll bring you an example. A friar mensch a non-religious person starts keeping Shabbos. He is killing himself. Ask him to stop smoking on Shabbos. Not to go in your car on Shabbos. Stop your phone on Shabbos. Let us ask us, Is that death? That's in the Shikah. Because we're in the nashikah. But he starts off with a Misa. Kashris. Kashris. For these people, for Friar Mensch, you people sitting here, we sitting here, we don't realize that. We don't realize that because by us, it's one of the enjoyments of life to trot through Manhattan and you're dead hungry and you pass by one restaurant, another restaurant, a third restaurant. You can go in. You have money in your pocket. Why should you be hungry? By us, it's, it's a compliment. It's a geschmack. I once told this to a friar. He once opened his mouth at me. He didn't know who, who he was starting up with. I have a bigger mouth than he did. He was laughing at me. You're religious. So I said, you enjoy life, I told him. You enjoy life. Did you ever enjoy life in you? I said, did you ever have enjoyment in life? I said, when I come home at night and my wife cuts me up a little tomato, if a piece of cucumber, by me it's, it's everything. You know why? Because I'm hungry. It's delicious. It's, it's showing. I said, you, you come home, the morning you ate a falafel, then you ate a steak, you come home, you're full, you can't put anything, how could you enjoy life? You're always stuffed up. How could you enjoy anybody? I could say thank you to somebody. But for this friar, when he decides to eat in kosher, all of a sudden he realizes that by he cannot eat till he comes home. It's a misa. It's an ashik. Shabbos is a misa, it's in a shikah. Kashus is a misa, it's in a shikah. A lot of other things in life. Sometimes it's, it's terrible, it's a death, it's a kiss. It's beauty, it's, it's delicious, it's a sham. But there are things, the next step in our life, which is a misa. The magazine we're used to reading, the newspaper we're used to reading... The whole pattern life which we're used to, to stop it means to become a dummy, not to be intelligent. So we buy our children, I don't know about you, but I know, we buy our children, learning yeshivas, but longer payalach, and sit us out, encyclopedia. Why? Today, you have to know something in the world. To live only with Hashem? Just to be married to Hashem? Just one Hashem? It's enough. It's enough that the morning, we close our eyes, we say, yisrael al-sham al-sham But is that what a yid really is? Is that what a yid is? To close your eyes morning and afternoon? Is that what a yid is? No. A yid is, was designated to, ma- to live with Hashem 24 hours. I'm not talking about mitzvahs, i not talking about various we're talking about, about interest, intelligence, shaykhahs, to live with Hashem, and to find taste in Hashem. Our life, Baruch Hashem, is interesting enough, we have a Pesach, we have a Shavuz, we have a Sukkot. And let us not think about our own personal problem. But let's look at the situation of Am Yisrael. Murder our We're drowning. We're drowning. And it's Rosh Hashanah. And it's serious business. And Hashem, never in the history of the Jewish people the 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 the, 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 the sure the, the line of erlecha yiddish the real the real inside of the Jewish people give Hashem his baruch such a back such a shoulder such an insult and as Rosh Hashanah and a serious business will Hashem keep quiet it happened in Spain in philosophy Hashem didn't keep quiet it happened in Germany Hashem didn't keep quiet. Will Hashem keep quiet that our children instead of telling them a story of we tell them a little red riding hood we we, we, we give them all that that, that, that stupidity Is there anything wrong? What's wrong? There's nothing wrong There's no way to describe what's wrong In our generation there's nothing wrong Because that's life that's life. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. And that's what we have a Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah, the halakha of Rosh Hashanah is to sacrifice yourself to Hashem. And let us be, let us be, be intelligent and translate the words whether you like it or not. It means to dedicate your life and your time and your interests and your love and your wants and your enjoyments to Hashem. That's what the halacha of Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah, let me take a feather and tickle your ear. And I'm I'm not saying musir now. Now I'm saying let us analyze the state. And it's a serious nefesh. A serious nefesh. And I want to tell you, people, my Rabbi by With this, I'm I'm, I'm ending my drusha. I think you know that the world doesn't stay in one one spot. I'm not looking for covenant. I'm not saying it's say, say good to I wish there would be 100,000 a, a young ladies here. Because it's about time someone got up and, 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 and told us the word. Why, why is it me? I haven't all. That's the last generation. The says, the last generation, everything will come out of a stone. Evan Makir Tizok. But you people, you people have to make the change. It's about time that we changed. It's about time that we turn the clock back and we lived a pure Yiddish life that our mothers and our grandmothers lived. We have to continue. It's 50 years after the Holocaust. And Baruch Hashem, you people created a situation of a girl, of a young lady who is a Tzaddikist, who Davins, who learns, who understands Torah. Doesn't talk Russian hara, wants to ben Torah. Does Chesed Mysterious Nefesh, and we, as as living in this generation, we thank Hashem Baruch Shalcholay Bei Hashem Shem Technish from His generation. The situation of Yiddishkeit today is a Kiddush Hashem. We have to continue. We have to go forward. And I'm suggesting, I'm not the one to do it, but I suggest this is the next step. The next step is, Baruch Hashem, we do all the mitzvahs beautifully. We don't do any averis. Everyone has his own Everyone has his available. To make life interesting, we should have a two keeper. kippur. We get angry. We get excited. We have our averis. Baruch Hashem. We dabble with not enough kavanah. Everyone has his, his Aved That's it. There always was and always will be. But we have to move ahead. And I suggest this means to move ahead. We have to create a generation to clean our houses, clean our minds, clean our interests. And find life, simple life in Hashem. A Shabbos, a Yom Tif, Khinuch. If you have to read something, we have Baruch Hashem, so many Tzippur, Hadikim. So say it's moron, it's, more it's not, not intelligent. Sure it's not intelligent. Because it depends what, what what your taste is. If your mouth is full of other stuff. I was in Eretz Israel, I was in Eretz Israel, I want to tell you a little story. And with, this, I, with this I will end. I was in to Israel, and I was talking about this kind of this kind of ideas. And there was a uh, a lady who was a kindergarten teacher, and she told me like this. I was talking about children's stories. That's how I was mostly talking about them. So she said, "I'm, I'm quoting Mamish." She says, "For the Rab, she addressed me as a Rabbi. I'm not a rabbi but that's how she addressed me." With COVID she says, "Kishani When I come to the kindergarten, I come to some children. I want to say a story." So yale, 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 a little boy picks up his hands and he says, he put it I don't want his stories on Taddiq. This is uptached where we're holding. This is really not, now this is a mirror. where we're holding. Where does he get such ideas from? Because when his, by, his, by his father and his mother and his teacher. When tzaddikim, when the whole concept of yiddishkeit is a worship, it's not a pattern of life. It's a worship. It's something that you. It's something that it's a mysterious nefesh. So he says, I had enough mysterious nefesh. Now let me hear a story. And that's why in our Jewish generation we have so much mysterious nefesh. Mysterious nefesh means to give, a, a, to, to move, and to change life pattern. And in the end, it should be Mrs. Nashike. We should find taste in pure Jewish life. In pure Jewish life, find all our enjoyments in Hashem, in His Torah, in His mitzvahs. We have enough mitzvahs to keep us busy. And there's plenty to learn, there's plenty to study, there's plenty to, to understand, there's plenty to sing, and there's plenty to cry about. And if we can dedicate our life to Hashem, I just want to finish with this work. When you dedicate your life to Hashem, and you come to Rosh Hashanah, and we gave a move, a, a little mysterious serious, they see some then we have, then we're in trouble. What's about our virus? And we do chew with our virus. But, 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 how should I say it? It's, it, the difference is, the difference is, if it's, if it's one of the family, you know, I don't know how to say it. Hashem, forgive me for the mashal. A little boy comes in with a smelly diaper. So I saw, one time I saw, girl you said, know, mommy said, get out of here. And one time she just took him and hugged him. Oh, look at the look, look, look how cute he is. What a, what a mess, what a spluch. If it's his mommy, if it's his ingle, even a smelly diaper is delicious. But if it's a but, but, but if it's, but if his mommy is next door and he, he visits this house, visit when you're clean. And if you're dirty, you get him to hate. Tell your mommy to take care of you. If we come to Hashem and our life, our mama and our tata, our interest, our love, is isn't everything that's going on in the world. Is not all issues of the world. We come visit Hashem. So Hashem says, you have a small diaper, but get out of here. But if we come to Hashem, we say, Hashem, our life is with you. So Hashem says, Nikfi Yisrael Hashem. Nikfi Yisrael Hashem, Hashem cleanses us. It's... it's it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's in the family. And with this I finish my drosheh. And again, I don't just want to repeat. I said many things this evening. And each one by itself is not connected. So if, if the last thing I said doesn't interest you, take one of the previous things. The first thing, you know, Roshana, remember, say, you should know, Roshana, we have to make some kind of a change. Rosh Hashanah means to get up. And Rosh Hashanah is a time of a serious nefesh. And whatever it was serious Nevesh might mean, I think this is, this is the definition of serious Nevesh, to move, to move. What, 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 what until now was, was part of life, we can't move, to move something like that. I, I made my own suggestions. But for sure we have to give a move Rosh Hashanah. There's so much tragedy going on, so much sickness going on. So much going on. And you people, we, we, Benetari, we're the life every patient, every childless woman. Us, where are you to feel this? Every khailat. I want to tell you something, this I'm ending with, with my own self at this moment excluded, the women. Chazal tell us he Be careful with your wives. Should the say and Matsuyas? Because they cry easily. And call Hashorem Ninuluchutz Misharid Moyas. All the prayers and all the the, the and all the Yuroshemaim, everything that doesn't go to Hashem, only tears. And they have the power. They have the power. Should Hashem help us that from this audience, from this tzibur, should go up and cry to Hashem. That Hashem should should bring the Kaullah we should have a Shana Tayva